This should be played at high volume, preferably in a residential area. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time! Oh, no. Oh, yeah! I finished these fights. Give me a hell yeah! Top Rope Nation. Learn to love it! It's the best thing going today. What's up, what's up, Top Rope Nation? It's been a while. We haven't done a live show in a couple of weeks, actually. been quite a while, but uh, we're back with you live to talk about what could be maybe the biggest wrestling event of the year, of 2021, and that's AEW All Out coming at you live from Hoffman Estates, Illinois. We'll be there. We'll be talking with all of you tonight about uh, the matches and what we think is going to happen in the matches, some surprises that we think are going to happen. Might have a, a few exclusive details on that, which we will get to later in the show. Before we go any further, my name is Ryan Drosty, the host of Top Rope Nation, and I am joined by my usual co-host tonight, Mr. Justin Joint and Kyle Ross. And so to get things started, let me kick it out to the Buckeye with the drunk guy, Kyle Ross. Kyle, <laughs> <laughs> what's going on tonight, man? Wow, what kind of introduction was that? Man? Well, I, I, I debate it in my head because I know you like Michigan, but you live in Ohio. I, I thought it I thought it sounded good. I'll tell you, go back to our last podcast. I wonder if Rugged Ronnie Garvin's writing your copy now, man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Summer SummerSlam 89, baby. Check it out on the Patreon page. Uh, it's going great, you know. Uh, Fam, we just had Mexican for dinner, went out to the restaurant, sat on a patio. Everyone, please don't judge us. You know, um, I was wondering, though, you know, whenever I go to a Mexican restaurant, you know, there is nothing more annoying than those white women who say gracias. Oh, no. Oh, no. I need I should have had the meme ready to go. I don't have it. I don't have it. I don't have it. I texted you hours ago. I had it on StreamYard, man, but we're using Restream for the first time. I don't know what we're doing. You talk about StreamYard. Okay, streaming. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Hold on. I'll, I'll get it queued here in just a second. Okay. <laughs> People are going to wonder what I'm talking about. Let me just Google that. All right. Just enjoy it while I'm doing this. What's going on with you? You're right across town from me. We're going to be driving into Chicago this weekend together. How you doing? I'm doing good. Can't wait to get to Chicago with you and... Uh... I'll tell you what, if, if this pod gets sloppy at all, I, I'm ready to get into a, a worked shoot fight with either one of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, got to do what you got to do. All right. Do you want to repeat your joke, Kyle? <laughs> I just want to know what happened. <laughs> what the face of a white woman who says gracias at a Mexican restaurant might look like. What What it might look like? Yes. Oh, well, let me show you what it might look like. Hold on. Stalling. Stalling. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. Oh, it might look like this. Is that what you were talking about? That one? <laughs> there we go. Yeah. There we go. There we go. <laughs> oh, man. How many free platters of chips did I get? Benjamin Cruz wants to. Uh, we had at least uh, it was two. It was two because we ordered the queso <laughs> and my daughter like annihilated them. Like, so. <laughs> Oh man, Ben Cruz checking in, friend friend of the pod. Um, a good right. man, a, a very good man, a very good man. Hey, I mentioned we just did the show on SummerSlam '89, and uh, we've had a ton of people 
joined the Patreon page lately. So I want to, you know, definitely thank everyone who's been checking out the bonus content that we've been doing over there on uh, patreon.com slash top rope nation. You can find the link here in the episode description, whether you're watching on YouTube or you're listening to the podcast feed, all kinds of bonus content going up. We've got a, a show every single week, week, top rope nation extra. Usually it's a AEW dynamite post show that we do. And then a monthly post show top rope nation classics, top rope nation classics last week looked at SummerSlam 89. And just in the last month, um, we've had, I think, five people join the Patreon page. And most recently, I want to shout out Danny and Kevin and Brian for joining up. Your support is greatly appreciated. Check out, you know, the catalog on there. I think we got 45 bonus shows on Patreon now from over the years. You can only hear them on the Patreon page. And, and really, you know, the Patreon page is what makes investments in the show like Restream that we're using tonight for the first time possible. We couldn't do it without you. So thank you so much. And you know, if you don't have five bucks a month to donate to the Patreon, totally fine. You can support us in other ways for free. You can subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform, whether that is Apple, Spotify, Podbean, Google, wherever podcasts are found. And of course, we stream live on YouTube.com. All of our shows are posted on YouTube in video format. YouTube.com slash Top Rope Nation. Every single subscription goes a long way for us. We appreciate that. Click that notification bell. So every time we're live, you get you get the notification. And you know, uh, you know, we're on here as we are tonight. It's uh, Tuesday evening. We're putting out the show a little bit earlier than we normally do because we haven't done a pay-per-view preview in a while, guys. You know, our normal shows drop on Friday usually. And that only gives the show like two days where it's relevant. And then the shows happen and nobody listens to it anymore. So we thought since we're going to All Out, we should preview it and we should do it a little bit earlier in the week so that people can watch it for a few days and so i guess to start here let's just kind of talk about our anticipation level for aew all out and you know how excited are you has this card lived up to the hype that you had in your mind two months ago when we decided to go to the show how hyped are you about this card uh justin joint let me throw it to you first well my hype is really on a trip to chicago to have beers with uh, friends and to see live wrestling for the first time. And I can't remember how long and to see CM Punk. Uh, and outside of that, it, this card, I, I think is lacking in certain departments. Um, I'm, I don't think we're going to see any big title changes, uh, but, this card is it's it's all about CM Punk. Yeah. You see him there on our video overlay. <laughs> I mean, this is this is definitely the CM Punk show. No doubt about that. Uh Kyle, what about you? Um, yeah, well, like Justin, obviously looking forward to, you know, hanging out with you guys for about 48 hours or so. Uh, you know, live wrestling. Yeah, I can't remember the last time actually I attended a live wrestling card. So this will be fun. And CM Punk, look, it's a really big deal that he's wrestling for the first time in over seven years. And I think we could be getting another surprise, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you so, think so? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, well, look, it's out there, these Daniel Bryan rumors, and I'm pretty confident in that moving forward. I know, you know, from asking around in the world of wrestling, the expectation within WWE is that he's going to be there mm -hmm. that night. So why would they know? I don't know. They know things. 
They know things over there in the WWE. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You're right. Why? I mean, I don't think they're in the booking room. They're in a whole different booking room. No, uh, no. It, so- it they- sounds like Steinbrenner's uh, trying to get dirt on Dave Winfield back yeah. in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All I know is their expectation at WWE is that he's Daniel Bryan's going to show up Sunday. So. so we can, I mean, we can lead with that. Where do you think Daniel Bryan fits in? And hey, Tony Khan is is a Ring of Honor guy, so I got to assume he would come out to Final Countdown, right? Well, friend of the show, Chad Repack, is texting me all week saying, y'all, you know how much that song costs? He doesn't think Tony Khan's going to pony up for it. Really? I think he will. I mean, I'll tell you what. I think I called to personality. This Chad's real cheap, too, so, you know. <laughs> doesn't surprise me. Hey, Chad is a member of our Patreon page, though. That's so, true. Hey, Never man. mind, he's not. I'll tell you what. One of the, <laughs> the first of the big spenders is what I meant to say. Thank you, Chad. I love you so much. Would, would you guys prefer Final Countdown to uh, Flight of the Valkyrie? I would. Yeah. 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 Would you not? Um, It's win-win, in my opinion. I, I, think, I, think, I think Final Countdown would probably get old after a while. I don't know, yeah. man. I don't, I don't know. know. I get pretty fired up. I'm not going to lie. I've thrown it on. I've thrown, I've thrown it on, it on. Like, at the gym before when I'm going. Just crank the final countdown. Imagine Daniel Bryan coming out at the Now Arena. What a time to be alive. That's a great workout, man. I started playing it in my car like three weeks ago or so, you know, taking the kids to school. Listen, and now they're request- they are requesting it. Like every time I take my yeah. kids anywhere, they want to listen to final countdown. So yeah. we've been jamming out and they scream the chorus. It's really fun. And yeah, it's funny. You mentioned that my daughter also got into it too. When I was playing it in the car, oh, what yeah. has our lives come to? <laughs> Those are two great fathers right there, man. If I do Play- say so myself. Rocking the final countdown on the way to and fro daycare. Has it come to this in professional wrestling? Hey, wait, wait, wait a second. Kyle Ross, are you drinking Code Red Mountain Dew? <laughs> no, it's uh, Mio in the water. Oh. Okay, okay, just wanted to make sure. Wow. And, and Staying sober Pepper. tonight. Um, I had a margarita and was kind of feeling it, quite frankly, earlier. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. You did have a margarita, didn't you? Yeah. There. <laughs> I heard that. I said, come on. Who says gracias? Okay, so where where does Daniel Bryan fit in, though? That I mean, way to bring it back to the athletes, uh, sir. <laughs> yes, I think uh, it'll be interesting because he's coming in right after Punk. Mm-hmm. Uh, it depends what you want. I mean, are they going to be one A one B? Is Punk? I mean, the fact that Punk hasn't wrestled in seven years, and the fact that we saw Daniel Bryan earlier this year, there's more of a novelty right out the rip with punk, but I think they'll be right there at the top of the card, potentially with a mm-hmm. returning hangman page. Who you got a figures coming back at some point. Mm-hmm. Those are your three top baby faces that are in 2022. I've, yeah. I've been kind of debating this in my head. Cause you know, you wonder, is he going to fit in with punk? Like, are they going to put them together on TV? And then I thought about, so where on this show would they bring him out? I heard Tony Khan on uh, wrestling observer radio friend of the pod garrett gonzalez who we're going to be seeing in chicago this weekend and they had a great interview with tony khan and Meltzer asked him about the match order for this show and he wouldn't reveal it obviously but he said that you know he felt very confident with the order he had and what's going to end the show and you know obviously it's either going to be punk or the title match and i think, I think it's gotta be punk you would think you would think so i think the only way you could warrant 
um, putting Omega out there in the in the main event is if after he retains, Brian comes out for a face off with him. I mean, that's like the only way. Mm-hmm. So and he he kept harping on like he feels good of what's going to end the show. So, I mean, I assume it's going to be punk, but I could see Brian coming out, you know, with a with a Kenny Omega face off. But I really don't know where he fits in. That's what makes AEW so great right now is that the show is kind of unpredictable. Right. Well- yeah, I mean, there could be an angle. Brian could come out earlier in the show, make his mm-hmm. debut. Mm-hmm. And then the way I see this show ending is hopefully after a great match, Punk and Darby and get the stinger in there as well are kind of like yucking it up afterwards, like patting each other on the back. And then one of the heel groups, either the elite or pinnacle, comes out. And then maybe like Brian can come out too. And by God, whose side is he on? Tune into Nitro. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, we'll we'll see. But uh, yeah, I mean that is the word around around the business right now. We've been told WWE is expecting him there, and a lot of people are expecting him there. I I won't be disappointed if Daniel Bryan's not there, just because we're getting Punk's return and everything. But. I'll I'll, I'll be shouting, are you fucking kidding me the whole time next to you guys? Kyle will storm out of, what is it called now? The Now Arena, former Sears Center. They'll be so pissed. No, but yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. But I will say my excitement for this show has kind of been up and down from a card perspective. I'm a little bit higher on it now than I was a couple of weeks ago. I'm really looking forward to this tag team match with the Bucks and the Lucha Bros in the cage. Um, the Bucks haven't worked a cage match. I looked it up and I think it's seven years and they've only worked like three or four cage matches in their entire career. So, I mean, that's going to be a hell of a match. Absolute hell of a match. And I'm looking forward to that. Obviously punks return and Hey man, Christian cage and Kenny Omega had an awesome match on rampage. And so you have, you do this one on pay-per-view with no commercial breaks. I mean, it's going to be a great match too. So I, I will admit, you know, I was a little bit disappointed when uh john moxley's opponent was announced because you know for weeks we were hoping it was going to be hiroshi tanahashi and uh then people are hoping if it's not tanahashi maybe it'll be ishii you know instead we got kojima coming in who is a japanese wrestling legend no doubt about it but i think you know the expectations were sky high for it to be hiroshi tanahashi that was kind of hard to not be let down by that i mean how are you how are you feeling about that one kyle the moxley match i think they're building to something Okay. Like big, like a bigger deal with Moxley where he's going to be working New Japan. Because you kind of look at where John Moxley fits now in mm-hmm. AEW. You talk about Daniel Bryan coming in, CM Punk's here, maybe Hangman's returning. He's kind of maybe got to be off in his own world, right? And maybe he's going to do some program where he has multiple pay-per-view matches against New Japan guys. Yeah. And so something bigger could be coming at the next one uh, in St. Louis. Yeah. Got a bunch of people checking in our chat tonight. I do want to say... You know, if you are watching the show and you have any thoughts on any of these matches or anything we're talking about, throw it out in the chat. We are streaming on YouTube. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Twitch right now as well. Uh, You can leave a comment on any of those streams. We can include them in the show, uh, just like you're seeing with our guy Camillo checking in right now. Um, But let us know. Um, I I just want to say something about that Bucks uh, in the cage that you brought up. Yeah. yeah. On the mind here. I think it is way more exciting for them to be doing a cage match than a ladder match. Yeah. Nothing excites me less in the year 2021 than another of these ladder matches. Everybody does a ladder match to me, you know, cause I was thinking about this, Justin, during the day, cause you and I were talking on the green room show, uh, 
either last week or two weeks ago about, hey, you know, how does a cage play to the styles and the strength of Young Bucks versus Lucha Bros? I think it's more intriguing how they use it. Like, mm-hmm. you know what? A, I mean, I think they've had a ladder match on pay-per-view before, as a matter of fact, those two teams. We know yeah. what that looks like. I think there's more intrigue with them working the cage gimmick. I think there's going to be some sick spots. You know, Ray Phoenix, I can see him running the top of the cage, doing something insane. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, I think that should be the match of the night. Yeah, I, oh, I'm yeah. in. I'm in a little bit better place with that one compared to when we did that green room. Where that was my concern was it's. It seemed like for one to me, the steel cage felt like it kind of came out of nowhere. And the, and you have a steel cage match where the opponents get there via you know an elimination tournament seemed kind of weird. Um, and I thought the steel cage was was going to limit the style that these two teams are used to. But I I do agree with you where the intrigue is now is how do they work within that steel cage. Um, my, but my big question, is there any chance the Luch Bros win the tag titles? No. They are really over, though, by the way. Yeah. Jones, like, how over is this Penta? Like, he's every time he works TV, he's like one of those over guys on the show. He's really over in Chicago, too. I mean, he, he worked, like, the Chicago Indies a lot for years. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I could, I don't think so. I, I wouldn't be completely shocked. I, you know, if they would have been facing Jurassic Express, I would have expected a title change. Mm-hmm, um, same. With, but with this one, I'm not expecting it. I, I'm expecting a hell of a match. They had, Kyle mentioned that that ladder match was at the uh, the first all-out that AEW put on back in 2019. Uh, and that was for the AAA Tag Team Championships, which the Lucha Bros won that match. They retained. Uh, Meltzer called that the best ladder match of all time. I mean, it was a great ladder match. I don't know if I go that far, but come on, Dave, settle down. (laughs) 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 Come on, stop that. (laughs) And speaking of, it was pretty damn good, but yeah. uh, You know, speaking of matches that were overrated, I just can't wait for uh, Kenny and Christian to be way better than Edge and Seth Rollins. (laughs) It probably will be. I I, I expect it to be. Because we know Kenny's better than Seth and Christian's better than Edge. (laughs) <laughs> why wouldn't it be better <laughs> so ryan huffman checking in in the chat good card will be strange seeing uh no cody jungle boy or hangman on the page that's f- on the card that's for sure mm-hmm. uh, huffman will be at the show as well so hoping to meet up with him we're thinking about doing a top rope nation meetup in chicago i know there's a bunch of people that are going uh from our facebook discussion group so i put out a, a post on there if you want to join us join the uh, facebook pro wrestling discussion group I uh, search Top Rope Nation Pro Wrestling Discussion on Facebook and, and join the group. I think I got the link here in the, the episode description as well. Let's see. Zeus checking in. Wouldn't they rather have Kenny drop the titles before the rest of the elite does? Mm, I think the AEW titles got to be the last one to be dropped. Yeah, I agree. But something else that makes you look forward to that tag match. Again, before we move on from that, how good was Lucha Bros Junk, uh, Jurassic Express on Rampage? Mm-hmm. What a great TV match. Go, go, go. Big yeah. moves. Come on. That's how you work a TV match in 2021. Let me ask you this, because I talked with uh, Greg Parks over on Pro Wrestling Torch, Wrestling Night at America Sunday about this. Um, do you think that they should continue pushing Jungle Boy with uh, Jurassic Express right now, you know, for like several more months, if not like a year? Or do you think they should push him in the singles direction soon? I think you'd be okay in the tag team for maybe half a year mm-hmm. at the max. Uh, and then you definitely want to get him into more singles as long as it, because I, I don't think he's ready 
for Omega. I think Hangman's better suited to maybe take the title from Omega. Uh, and frankly, I, I just personally don't want to see uh, Miro lose the TNT title yet. I think he's doing a uh, God's work there, if you will. <laughs> yeah, it seems like TNT title would be where you would insert him for sure. What do you think, Kyle? Yeah, maybe not so early next year, though. I think he could do both. And I think that's one of the beauties of AEW. You just don't like mm-hmm. say, okay, you're a singles now. F your tag team. Yeah. Like, he can mm-hmm. be both. I, you know, I think his immediate aftermath um, following this pay per view that he's not on is going to be working with Christian as a heel. I assume Christian, once he loses to Omega, will turn heel. That's just, I, I think, a fairly logical direction. They teased it a little bit a few weeks ago on television where Christian was on uh, Luchasaurus's shoulders and Jungle Boy kind of gave him a weird look mm-hmm. uh, that they really haven't done anything. I, who, who knows why? There hasn't been any follow-up, but that, that that's maybe a match that I could see taking place at the St. Louis pay-per-view. Full gear. Yeah. And 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 Christian's really like kind of a perfect opponent for Jungle Boy. You talk about Ed, not yet for the titles, but Christian, um, you know, can probably have his best singles match on pay-per-view with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, or something close to what Omega did with them on TV. And Jungle Boy, he did an interview in the last week where he praised Christian, said he, he's been working with Christian behind the scenes. He's really helping him do better match layouts. Mm-hmm. So that kind of, it's like him saying that maybe think yeah i don't think those two are done yeah yeah we had a pretty good discussion about this on on the torch and yeah i don't know like i wasn't surprised that the lucha bros won and got the tag title match because they had just done jurassic express and and the bucks like august 18th i think on dynamite and i do see jungle boy moving in that singles direction obviously he's super over right now Um, but he is so young that you know they, they could give him some more time with the Jurassic Express thing before they before they move them on. It's not like they're crunched for time here. They can do it slow, but I, I mean I definitely think that's the direction you go long term. I like that, you know, six months ish area, and then you start kind of feeding them maybe into that TNT title picture. But uh I mean, yeah, Jurassic Express is a really hot act still, but yeah, it sucks he's not on the show as of right now, at least. But we do have a show with what 10 matches announced, I believe, counting the pre-show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the pre-show is going to have the uh, the 21 woman casino battle royale match for the AEW Women's World Championship match. Um, we've got some mystery spots. Not everybody has been announced for that match. Have you guys heard anything? Any rumors about anyone that could be debuting there and, and surprising the the crowd in the pre-show? Is there some names would, out there? Yeah, I would say it comes down to two names for the Joker. I I because right they always just leave the one surprise for the pay-per-view with these i i think yeah right now there's eight women to be determined but i'm sure like we're recording this before dynamite and rampage some more names will be announced sure um so the joker will be one of two people i believe ruby soho or anna j i looked it up by the way because we had talked about this uh in green room justin you and i Mm -hmm. her injury was in january so ryan trust i know you're a teacher not a doctor uh, that's been about <laughs> eight months now. I mean, could you conceivably come back from that injury? Yeah, she's, see- I mean, she, she seems pretty healthy right now from like, you know, the stuff she puts out there on Twitter and Instagram. That's so one way to put it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she looks like she's ready to go, man. So, yeah. uh, all so those pictures, all, all those pictures are missing is the JR cowboy emojis. Man. <laughs> 
I'm I'm pretty sure he's probably quote tweeted some and, and okay. done that. Okay. <laughs> but, but yeah, the, the, the reason that I'm thinking her is uh, during the Penelope Ford or uh, as Booker T called her Penelope on his podcast. <laughs> oh no. Booker, Booker T with always the terrible takes. Oh, Pen- Penelope Ford, uh, act, she interfered in that Bunny uh, Ty Conti match on mm-hmm. Rampage. It was it's Rampage on that one. Uh, and they the announcers were really putting over the need for you to have backup in a battle royal. I don't know if you picked up on that, and that led to Ford coming out. But you know the Ford Bunny Alliance seems so random and out of nowhere. It's just tailor made for Anna Jay to come back. Yeah. And I'm going to work like a tag program. So that, and then Ruby Soho has obviously been teasing a lot of stuff uh, with video and whatnot. Um, I could maybe see her being safe for a dynamite, though. Yeah, that's the former Ruby Riot for those mm-hmm. following along at home. Yeah, she is. I know at least one of the videos was didn't have New York in the video. So pe- yes. I know people have been talking about the Arthur Ashe Stadium show for her, but I wouldn't be shocked to see her here. Mm-hmm. Um, I expect her to come in. I mean, you could always do like Mickey James too. She's in the news with the yeah. you know the NWA Women's Pay Per View yeah. and power they had that was pretty successful this past weekend. So true. There's a lot of options, man. And the Iconics are out there, of course. So they could. It'd actually be kind of exciting to see who they bring out in that Joker spot for this match, just because there has been so many free agent uh, women wrestlers in recent now, months. Yeah. Who do we think is going to win the match, though? Hmm. I, I think it comes down to one of two people. Rosa for sure is up there. That's right? one of them. Um, looking at the names, I mean, yeah, they just did Red Velvet, but no, it wasn't on nah, my list. No, nah, probably not her. Ashita nah. hasn't really been around since she lost much. Yeah, she works pretty much on Elevation exclusively. Yeah, okay. I mean, I'd have to go with Rosa probably. Conti. I think she's in the mix. Third odds with Jade Cargill. Uh, yeah. yeah. Unbeaten. I mean, they push her pretty strong. Will you stop with Santina, Greg, in the <laughs> chat? Okay. Let me tell you who is not going to win this thing. Freaking Santina Morella. <laughs> One of the lowest moments in the history of wrestling was when Santina Morella won a woman's battle royal. That was Santino Morella dressed in drag. I believe it was WrestleMania 25. <laughs> Oh man, that's great. Santina. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Greg. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> Thunder Rosa—that's maybe love. But I saw it. Uh, Thunder Rosa is definitely on the short list. I think there was some chatter. Oh, was it Reddit or was it somebody reposting a Meltzer pod? Said they're really planning on Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker being a big match in early 2022. Okay. So that it might be too earlier for the winner here because obviously the winner goes on to challenge. Um, <laughs> that was, I apologize. Yes, it was his sister. Keep on believing. Just like Virgilina was Virgil's sister too. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if whoever wins this is getting an immediate title shot. And you know what's interesting with the idea of Thunder Rosa and them going back to her and Britt, how much longer can you keep this Britt Baker a heel? I think she's going to get cheered Sunday. She's been getting a star reaction everywhere she goes. And I think it's a tough spot for Chris Stantlander, who admittedly has had a great run since she's returned from injury. Have they just kind of resigned themselves to the fact, though, that Britt's going to get cheered regardless? 
and like she can just be the cool heel and they don't even care if she gets cheered i I don't really know because yeah she has been getting cheered for so long that i'm not sure about that but you would think that they would want to pivot but they haven't shown any signs that they want to so Mm -hmm. it works she just got the heater and jamie hater so obviously that was kind of a double bound Mm -hmm. as a heel i mean in her hometown of pittsburgh right yeah when she wrestled i mean it got a babyface reaction because it was Pittsburgh. Yeah. But I mean, that was a heel thing, having you know your heaters show up and attack the other person from behind. Yeah. All right. Uh let's just start off with the rest of the card now. So Moxley and Kojima already talked about, you know, the announcement of Moxley's opponent there. Uh I think I expect John Moxley to win, first of all. I'm sure it'll be a good match. And uh, the crowd will be with it. I mean, look, John Moxley is, is still super hot and has remained hot ever since he lost the title. He's returning to the city, not the venue, but the city where he won the AEW title, um, a revolution last year. And I'm sure he'll get a great reaction. The crowd will be pumped for this match either way. Uh, but yeah, Moxley's got to win here, I think. Thoughts, guys? I would be shocked if he lost, yes. Yeah, agree. Okay. It's got to be Moxley. And one thing that'll be cool too about the show be some good songs we can rock out yeah. to, man. You know, <laughs> Wild Fig, Cult of Personality. Hell, even Jericho's little tune, man. Mm-hmm. So much better than those crappy themes in the World Wrestling Federation, I man. I haven't told you guys this, but I am planning on putting together a, a vlog of our weekend for the YouTube channel. So I'll take a couple clips on my phone in the crowd <laughs> of Kyle singing along to the entrance music. So if that is not reason enough to subscribe to this damn YouTube channel, you do it right Please, now. Please, just give me a heads up if, if you're throwing the camera on me when I'm back at the hotel, for God's sake. I'll have to be careful about that, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Pack and Andrade. So we've talked a little bit on, on the show before about, um, you know, Andrade hasn't really connected how we had hoped in AEW so far. I do think putting him with with Chavo was was a move in the right direction, getting him away from Vicky. I feel like he has to have a really good match here, though, on this show. And you look, I described this to Parks over on the torch as this is like a match that I look at almost like I look at every single match in a WWE pay-per-view. What do I always say on our WWE post shows? I always say you go in, you know, they're going to be great matches and they're it's a great show in a vacuum. But like the story part, you don't really care about. And that's how I feel about this match. Like Pack and Andrade are going to have an awesome match. I'm sure of it. You know, probably pushing four stars, maybe over that. But how invested are you in these two characters right now? That, you know, that's the issue. Justin Joint, what's your take on this match? I was very excited when they announced it. Uh, the story has been pretty lackluster, to say the least. Uh, a lot of my intrigue is here is what you already kind of touched on is it, it's been a long time since Andrade has given us a banger of a match. Um, I do think there's a possibility if he can find his mojo and if him and Pac have any chemistry that this could easily be a match of the night contender. Um, I'm also really curious to see if or how it ties into Young Bucks versus Lucha Bros because I think there could be a tie in there storyline wise yes that's a great point by you yeah so it, especially if if the the tag match maybe goes before this match um but yeah no i'm i'm exp- i'm looking forward to just this in ring i totally agree with you ryan this definitely feels like a 
WWE pay-per-view match. Mm-hmm. For sure. So you're saying, Justin, maybe I'm wrong, but it doesn't sound like I am, that Lucha Bros lose the tag title match, but they could maybe then come back out and turn on Pac and go with Andrade here. That's what I was thinking. Yes. I I think that's um, in play for sure. Uh, And to Ryan's earlier point, about you know Andrade needing a good match. Look, I'm always the first to say the point of professional wrestling is not to have a good match. But Andrade needs a good match <laughs> in Chicago real bad. I mean, he's only had the one, right, in AEW. Yeah. It's Matt Seidel. People didn't like it. And so he needs to really uh, boost his rep because you got this CM Punk's come in, Daniel Bryan's coming in. I mean, if he's not careful, I mean, Malachi Black, in terms of yeah. the guys to recently jump from WWE, has certainly seen his star rise more than Andrade. He needs a look-at-me kind of performance tonight. And One thing that's interesting, Pac does not lose very often. So yeah. it would be a big win in canon if Andrade wins here. Uh, you certainly hope he could back up what I believe is going to be a win with a strong in-ring performance. Yeah. <laughs> Greg is just on fire in our chat right now. I'll tell you what, I don't believe that, Greg. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> the Kevin Nash's quad memorial vanilla midget finals? I don't believe I don't believe in that. I think these men deserve more. <laughs> oh, Greg went on to say that he's looking forward to this match. Oh, okay. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of time for Andrade to blow the doors off if he's ever going to. Oh, great. Yeah, I think we're all in agreement there that he needs yeah. to. Yeah. All right. So this one will probably not be a long match, but we've got Paul White. Formerly the Big Show, no more Big Show. Returning to the ma- to the ring to take on your boy QT Marshall, Kyle, and uh, God, this guy single handedly put the WWE Performance Center out of business with his quality <laughs> trading. <laughs> Ain't that the truth, man? Ain't that the truth? Yeah, I I mean I expect this to be very short. Um, I expect Paul White to get the victory. To have the uh, the big choke slam to excite the crowd. What are you guys looking for out of this one, Justin? Any chance we see Shaq? Hmm. Eh, unannounced. That's a remember WWE had Shaq show up at WrestleMania unannounced. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, hey, it's Shaq. <laughs> and he was like gone in like three minutes. Yeah. I was like, oh, I hope they got their money's worth there. <laughs> uh, look, people can make fun of this match all they want. But when we're entering, you know, the three and a half hour mark of a four hour pay-per-view and there's three matches to go and this is one of them and it's over and done with in three minutes. You'll be thinking, Mr. Paul White. (laughs) It's going to be brief. No doubt about it. Uh, Yeah. Let's go to Jericho and MJF. So. Were you guys surprised with the stipulation here? Because we know that AEW really sticks to their stipulations, unlike WWE. You know, they're making a point that they want to build that trust with their audience and the stipulations stick. Look no further than Cody Rhodes. You know, he has a challenge for the world championship. So if Chris Jericho loses, his wrestling career with AEW Mm. is over. They mentioned with AEW. And, you know, there's been some talk about him wanting to you know, he transitioned to broadcasting. God, I hope not. Sorry, Chris, but man, it's like nails on the chalkboard to me. Uh, I'd much rather watch him wrestle. And it's hard for me to believe that Chris Jericho would actually be done in the ring. 
And he's, you know, he's lost to MJF several times already. So I feel like even though, you know, MJF's record is what it is, I feel as though somehow, some way Jericho's going to get the win here. I would be shocked if he lost. What do you make of that, Justin? Yeah, I, they kind of had to do the stipulation because we've already seen it a few times. But the flip side is it makes the match really predictable. I, I don't think Jericho is quite ready to retire. Um, Yeah, for me, this is a lose-lose match. It means either more Jericho in the ring or more Jericho on the announce table. <laughs> on the announce table, maybe well, that would work. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. No, it's... Uh, I will say, like, the stipulation draws me in to it a little more, though, than it would have been if it was just a regular singles match, you know, because we have seen MJF beat him. So in that regard, it makes it interesting. Like, you know, is he really done? Is there any chance he would retire? I mean, the fans love singing him to the ring with the theme song. He's still incredibly popular. I just I have a hard time believing they'd do that. What do you think, Kyle? I've talked myself into the fact they should do it. (laughs) I've talked myself into the fact that Chris Jericho should retire. And you're right. They don't like to break steps. And if you, I don't know. But, man, you look at the potential babyface landscape in this company. CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, Hangman Page, Darby, Sting, Jack Perry, uh, Cody, who's going to come back at some point, Mox, Orange Cassidy. That's nine baby faces they've got to push, not including Jericho, not including Christian, who I've got turning heel in a few weeks. Yeah, I don't think that, um, you know, Jericho should be an especially pushed act at this point. I think his role now should just be to give the rub to younger talent, Yeah, which, you know, if if you retire, I mean, you can't do that at all. I, I don't think he needs to be a featured guy at this point. But just to have the option that he continues to work here and there, he, you know, whatever, regardless of my opinion and Justin's opinion on it, he can keep doing some announcing here and there. But I, you, you need to have that option to get him in the ring. Yeah, I know. And that's going to be tough. But and here's the thing, too. MJF, you think about I retired Chris Jericho. What that does. I mean, imagine if you did CM Punk MJF at the next pay-per-view mm-hmm. with MJF off retiring Jericho. Again, you're right. You put a gun to my head, please don't. Uh, I'll pick Jericho to win just because, you know, seems like wrestling 101, right? That mm-hmm. we've been taught. This is the baby face has been backed into a situation. He's going to go over here and win the feud. Man, if he doesn't win, MJF wins. Don't expect me to really cry or weep, or I'll probably support the decision. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Miro and Eddie, Eddie Kingston. This one I'm looking forward to quite a bit. I just feel like these two are great opponents for each other. I almost wish, you know, that they would have had more time to build this up just because of Mm -hmm. how great Eddie is on the mic. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure they'll do something. Some of you are probably watching this after Dynamite airs this week and after Rampage, but I'm sure they'll do some some stuff this week. But I I would have rather had, you know, a couple more weeks of build to this. Maybe they could keep it going pass the pay-per-view i don't know you know i don't expect miro to lose under any circumstance but i do expect him to have a really hard hitting match somewhat competitive the crowd will really be behind eddie and uh yeah i mean the build this week should be really good justin you said you're really looking forward to this one yeah it, it took me quite a while to get on board with uh eddie kingston 
but he's just having one hell of a 2021. Uh, and I, I agree with you. I, I hope and pray Miro doesn't lose the title. Um, but Eddie Kingston is a great opponent to it, to kind of have a feud with for like the next month, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eddie is a classic baby face that you could put into this spot. Cause I think like we all agree, Miro is going to retain. So it's like, all right, we need a baby face that entices the crowd enough, but you know, won't be damaged by losing. Well, Eddie mm-hmm. Kingston, I think fits the bill. I think he was a perfect call. It seems to me that the storyline here is Miro was mad about the Fuego del Sol deal where he got his contract. But if you remember, Eddie got a contract a little bit over a year ago, despite losing his first match. Yeah. Like, I guess that's the story they're working with here. Uh, I love that segment they did. Uh, what was that, on Rampage? No, damn it. Two yep. shows. I'm getting them confused. That was where, Rampage. Yeah, Eddie mm-hmm. comes out and he goes to talk. He's like, nah, screw it. He just ran into Brawl. That yep. was cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I, I'm really looking forward to this one. Um, Britt Baker, Statlander, AW Women's Championship. You know, at one point in time, we thought that this might be Thunder Rosa, but Statlander is really doing the best work of her career right now. We've talked about this on on the pod before too. I mean, how many people come back from a torn ACL and improve? She has uh, the last time she worked a pay per view in Chicago for the AEW Women's Championship before, and it was the worst match of the show when she faced Nyla Rose at Revolution 2020. Uh, I do not expect this one to be the worst match of the show. Uh, Statlander's been great since she returned. We've talked about how your, you know, her alliance with the best friends has been really good for her character as well. Baker, just super over with the crowd right now. Uh, this should be a really fun one, Kyle. Do you bring out Orange Cassidy here to get him in front of the live crowd? He could do some mm-hmm. shtick rebel yeah i could see that i think yeah i mean if if they don't announce anything for him for the show this week mm-hmm. this is this is the point you got to do it and yeah you can't you can't have this pay-per-view without orange cassidy making an appearance i mean this guy is top five most over guy on the roster i think with the crowd so yeah justin your take i kind of a theme of this card is it feels kind of predictable i i don't see any scenario where Britt baker loses the title here mm-hmm. agreed baker's gonna retain so and you know we've talked about this tag match high expectations uh probably a match that's gonna push five stars when it comes to dave who'll be there in the crowd with us kyle maybe i could get a video for the vlog of you like putting your arms around dave Meltzer and shaking him or something now that's that's, that's the content i'm looking for it. yeah <laughs> Five stars, six stars, six stars, Dave. <laughs> Dave's going to be in our section. We'll be sitting that'll with be, the Observer that'll, crew. Then I'll be like, Dave, what, what are we giving that men's money in the bank match four and three quarters for? Come on. <laughs> we, we sit down <laughs> in the we, crowd. Can, can, we, can we knock two stars off it right here between you and I? <laughs> oh, man. We sit down in the crowd. and you're like three quarters. Like, Dave, we really got to talk about the 92 rubble here. Isn't that great? <laughs> it's right to your heart. My heart rate was the down. Video. Yeah, my heart rate yeah. was down earlier, so now you're getting it back up. Yeah, I mean, again, I'm not really expecting a title change here. Although, you know, when you look at the show and all these people are retaining, Miro's not going to lose. Omega's not going to lose. Baker's not going to lose. So, I mean, if they want to do a title change, this would seem 
most likely to me. Uh, Kyle, you said it earlier, man. Lucha Brothers, they're over. They're really over. Uh, the Bucks act, the heel, like kind of cocky act thing that they've been doing, obnoxious heel thing, is kind of wearing a little thin. Oh, really? I think they're like got it down to a T. I don't no, know. No, I mean, I think they're I, good I, at it. I think they're good at it, you know, but they've had the titles for a while and it's just, it is, I could see them doing something to inject some excitement into the division after they've been beating everybody. But yeah, to, to quote you gun to my head, I'm picking the bucks, but I (laughs) wouldn't be shot. Like this is the match where a title change is most likely. I think. I don't think you should change the title just to change it. Like, just, I I, I don't think a booker should ever look at cards. Oh my God, I've got no title changes here. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just think that that's a no-no. You can get yourself in some trouble. Uh, I think it all depends on what you've got down the line. I would love to see a tag team title program of the Bucks against Darby and Sting. Mm, yeah, yeah. Like love it. Like I would just love to see the Bucks stooge for Sting. T- <laughs> I, I think they would be in just seventh heaven doing that. Uh, so yeah, I think they're going to still retain. Yeah, agreed. Justin, you picking a title change when we used to do all these preview shows all the time. You usually walked out on top with the most predictions right. So, uh, Mr. Nostradamus, what's your pick? Yeah, I would like to go Lucha Bros. But to Kyle's point, it does feel like it would be kind of out of nowhere since there really wasn't much story leading into this. Um, the wild cards kind of we've already alluded to is Andrade or Pack maybe interfering in this match. Maybe Andrade comes in to get Lucha Brothers on his side by helping them win the titles, which would be kind of an odd baby face move for a heel. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't think, I think it'll happen the other way. Like, yeah, we said where they would lose and then they would help, you know, Andrade. Yeah. So I think I'm going to follow the uh, top rope nation crowd and go uh, young bucks. All right. (laughs) And Omega and cage. I expect this to not main event unless they got something playing with Brian, but nah, you gotta, you gotta punk in the main event here in Chicago. So Omega and Christian, uh, yeah, I mean, there's no way Kenny Omega is dropping the AEW world title here. He did. I think dropping the impact title to Christian was absolutely the right decision, uh, because it made you take Christian as more of a credible threat than he was before. You know, we talked before about how it didn't really feel like a pay-per-view match when it was first announced. But I think after that impact title change, it has felt like a pay-per-view match. And especially, you know, the fact that that was a great match. Now I'm really looking Mm -hmm. forward to it way more than I was just a handful of weeks ago. Uh, But yeah, there's no way that Kenny's dropping the title for him. You know, here, I do expect this to be like a four and a half star match. I think they're going to have an awesome match. Oh, yeah. Hey, Dave gave uh, Dave gave the TV match four and a quarter. And this is pay-per-view. So if we're predicting what Big Dave's going to give it, I think four and a half, probably it's going to be right around there. I don't think it's going to be worse than the than the television match. We'll would, you be, would you guys be surprised coming out if it wasn't one of Christian's, I don't know, five best matches ever? Three best matches ever? Hmm. As a single? Yeah. I mean, as a single, absolutely. Christian's had some bangers. <laughs> I mean, especially carried, when you look at the tags, you know, but I carried Ezekiel Jackson and Jack Swagger to workable <laughs> matches. Watch yeah. them, pardon me. Yeah. So um, how, how do we feel about the build? The, you know, they had a, a nice little promo package uh, with Don yeah. Callis. That was awesome. I love what they've done with Don Callis in this with the, the Winnipeg connection and everything. 
it, it got a great. little it got a little goofy with them saying that you know they he kind of threw Christian under the bus because he had a, a 10 year old Kenny Omega lined up behind him. <laughs> you know, that's kind of like what you would say if you're here. Cause it was so preposterous, but True. yeah, that was kind of lost in the whole, uh, road to the thing with mm-hmm. punk, right? Yeah. Kind of like, Cause they showed, um, the behind the scenes production. Of yeah. Punk's if you guys game. haven't seen that, watch that by the way. Yeah. It's amazing. And, uh, people, uh, or pardon me, in the segment right beforehand, you know, the people who did pay attention to it, I know were big fans. This Christian Kenny Omega video they had uh, was absolutely tremendous on that. Yeah. What What's that production guy's name, by the way? Well, it's because I don't know if we'll mention it again. The Tim, what's his name? The guy that they had, Tim Walter or something like that, wasn't it? Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember now. All, Cornette really put him over as like um, somebody who, you know, had, had obviously you know, handled WrestleManias before and didn't like Kevin Dunn, apparently. Oh, imagine that. Said, yeah, <laughs> he left WWE, didn't like the way he was treated, and I guess he had done some work for Cornette in both Impact and Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor, I think he did a pro bono just because he likes wrestling. Wow. What's this guy's name? AEW Tim? Now, I don't want to like... You're talking about the director in the truck that was doing all the yes. camera cuts? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that he, was he went, unbelievable to watch. The way that... If you guys know what we're talk, don't know what we're talking about, um, AEW on their official YouTube channel, they posted this video. It's like the behind the scenes of Punk's return at the United Center. And when he does his entrance, they show the production cut, uh, production truck mic'd up with how they're calling all the camera cuts as he's walking down and how they timed everything just live perfectly to get, you know, that big CM Punk sign in the crowd as he got up on the turnbuckle and just the way he calls it out is insane. It's like I majored in that in college for like one year and I can't like I've done a little of that and it's super hard. And the way that guy was just camera to camera to camera and timing everything perfectly. It's so impressive. Tim Walbert. Uh, Tim Walbert. Yeah, yeah. And but um, yeah, I, I would have just run out crying. if I was part of that <laughs> It's so crazy, yeah. man. I can, hard, I can hardly handle when you tell me make sure high definitions <laughs> uh, selected on, uh, on this little. Yeah, you should see us off air. Yeah, click, that, so. click the gear wheel and make yeah. sure this is selected for your mic. And yeah. But Cornette had some really nice things to say. He was like talking about how, you know, more than anybody, how this was a sign of AEW getting professional people. And I know obviously Cornette uh, isn't, you know, a big AEW fan, but he he was a big fan of that thing that they had mm-hmm. with Tim Walbert. He, he put him over big time. Yeah, super cool. Uh, but yeah, I, I do think Christian win the Impact title. Did a lot for this. I think the... The Don Callis, you know, the backstory between Christian and Kenny and all of that, like that has been with the Canada history. That's been great. So I think they've done, they always do this though. Like, I'm not surprised. You know, we talked about all out what a month ago and we're like, oh gee, there's only so many matches announced, you know, how are they going to get there? But then I think we also said, look, this has happened before where they didn't have much announced. And then in those final closing weeks before the pay-per-view, they really drive it home and they get you invested. And I mean, that's where I'm at now. I think that, you know, over the last three weeks, they've done an excellent job building up Kenny Omega and Christian Cage. And and uh, I'm really looking forward to it. And I, I didn't think I was going to be because, you know, we're going to the show. When we bought the tickets, we were expecting Omega and Hank Man. And so to not get that was a little, a little of a downer at first. But now I know, you know, we're seeing this living legend in the second run of his career working with Kenny Omega and the way they've built it up. I'm invested. I'm ready for it. I'm excited. And Christian, I mean, this is how you want a top contender to be built up, right? He came into the promotion in February undefeated. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And, he, you know, he's beaten the champion for one belt before. I mean, you can't ask for much. I mean, is it this huge box office world title match? No, it obviously isn't. It's being overshadowed by another match on the card. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you they want to take it off Kenny Omega yet. Although there were rumors that it was going to be Omega and Hangman, I guess, right? That's the word that's come out, that this it was a change mm-hmm. late in the game. So, um, yeah, Christian's got no chance of winning, but... I, I think him having a good effort, losing, turning heel, he's fine. Really interested how the crowd's going to respond in this match. Again, I know Zeus in the chat said, eh, does babyface heel even matter if it's, you know, if they're being reacted to like stars? Uh, the answer is no. I, I think, you know, but, you know, I, I, it's still something worth noting. Like, is is the crowd going to be behind Christian, the live crowd uh, in the show? Is he going to get a star reaction? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think the so. big the big concern would be, uh, fans like us who love Christian, but also probably don't want to see him win the title here. So how loud will we be for him? Yeah. yeah and that's the thing because no one's expecting the change. It, it kind of mm-hmm. deflates, you know, the crowd for a title match. Yeah. Which could be, you know, that is not, you know, going back to Daniel Bryan, that'd be a good reason to bring him in here at the end, because this is pretty easily the most predictable match on the whole card. Yeah. You know what they should do? They should bring Braun Strowman out with a briefcase and he could just stand at ringside oh. the whole time. <laughs> oh, my God. Because oh nothing God. will get a match over like that. A big-time oh. title match. That's, you, that's what you need to do. When you're going to coordinate your new top <laughs> baby face, just distract the live crowd with the threat of another guy coming in and winning. Oh, man. And then not doing it. Please, God, no. Boy, Kyle, if that happened, we would definitely include that in the vlog because uh, those reactions would be... Something to talk about. <laughs> All right. Main event time. Punk's first match in seven and a half years. Darby Allen. This one's going to be interesting because of the fact of, of the face face dynamic. Of course, it's going to be interesting because Punk is returning. But we've talked on the show about this where, you know, it was it was kind of an awkward opponent for him because they're both good guys. And, and Darby is one of the most popular guys in the company. Tony Khan said on that Observer interview that I mentioned a little bit ago that he suggested this match to Punk and Punk loved it. You know, obviously Punk had to sign off on it, but it was Tony's idea. He thought it would be really cool for Punk to work Darby Allen. Punk had mentioned before that if he would return to wrestling, Darby Allen was on the list of the guys that he would uh, he would want to wrestle. And when he's talked about in these promos that if he was a teenager again, Darby would be his favorite wrestler. That's legit, you know. So. Um, yeah, I'm obviously looking forward to seeing what Punk looks like in the ring after all of this time off. By all accounts, you know, from his training in the ring, he looks like he never left. Physically, he looks great, you know, to see if um, he's as agile in the ring and as, you know, how his speed is compared to where he was before will be interesting. And just the crowd reaction, too. I mean, obviously, Punk's going to get the massive hometown reaction, but the crowd's going to be cheering both guys, I imagine, you know, and. When it comes to getting a, a victor here, you can't beat CM Punk in his return. Um, and, that you know, so for Darby Allen, yeah, he's he's probably taking the L here, even though he is this rising star. Uh, but I think we'll we'll get the GTS finish. Don't you think, Kyle? Yeah, it would be completely insane. Yeah. Asinine to beat CM Punk <laughs> on the show. It'll be interesting how they work the match, because you can't do a long heat segment, right? Yeah. When a babyface first, I think it's just got to be go, go, go. Just mm-hmm. keep the crowd into it, and it's got to which be is more pressure on crowd. Punk. 
Yeah, yes. more pressure on after this long, you know, long layoff. Yeah, you talk about how he's looking these days. I think he looks better than he looked seven years ago. He looks more rested. Like, it, I mean, just his face, he looks more healthy. But he, he definitely looks, looks more rested. And Cutter, I mean, he he's in good shape. Yeah. Did you guys see him? Have you guys been watching Heels, by the way, on Stars? No, um, I'm not. Nope. You guys need to watch this. This show is awesome. You know, we all know Stephen Amell. The star of the show is is a huge wrestling fan, and it's really cool. And uh, the episode three that aired this past Sunday, Punk was a character on it, and he, he was phenomenal in the role. That he he definitely. I know he's been in some small budget movies and stuff, but I think he does have a future as an actor. I, he was he was really good. I did see the video of them covering up all his tattoos, which was pretty amazing. Like that 10 was, hours. <laughs> we we talked about that uh, when my wife and I were watching it because the, like the character he played, the tattoos would totally fit his character. So I was kind of like, wow, why'd they go through all the work to cover up all the tattoos? But yeah, he has zero tattoos as he wrestles uh, on the show. But yeah, well worth checking out. Heels did did you sure. hear who he's kind of emulating with that Ricky Rabies character? Uh, No. Tracy Smothers. Okay. We all could, you know, I mean, no one can emulate the great Tracy Smothers. <laughs> Zeus checking in. Yeah, Ricky Rabies was the name of uh was the name of the wrestler. So he like he comes down to the ring with this character, and he's with his girlfriend, and uh he's with his girlfriend and his son. And his son, I think it's his son, he has like this uh ant like this stuffed animal. It's like a, I think it was a squirrel and it's like on a uh, drone and the kid like flies the drone up to his opponent's face uh, and then, and, that, and that's a Mel. And then it just like spits blood everywhere <laughs> all over him. <laughs> it's pretty cool. But yeah, check out heels. I know I'm getting off track, but I mean, it just aired. So I was thinking about that, but I mean, he's done the acting work since he's been off, but man, seven and a half years is a long time. Think back to when uh, Shawn Michaels returned. SummerSlam 02, you know, it felt like he had been gone forever, four and a half years. <laughs> you know, add another three years onto this. Um, and oh, oh, also, Punk's older than Michaels was when he returns. Mm-hmm. 42, I think Sean was like 36 at that point in time. I'm I'm honestly a little concerned about, actually, I think somebody just posted that in our chat room. Yeah. Uh, a little, I'm a little concerned about this match as far as the quality will be and how that could maybe kill the crowd or put a damper at the show if it is the main event uh just because hasn't wrestled in seven years going up against an opponent that he's never been in the ring with um you know michaels and triple h were obviously good friends mm-hmm. uh, i don't think they had ever i don't think they had ever actually had a match before that um so i'm a little worried just i mean there's going to be a lot of pressure on cm punk's back to to really carry this and uh i don't know maybe maybe they should just uh treat it like one of his mma matches and have derby squash him in 10 15 <laughs> seconds <laughs> oh let's man. get derby over Let, let's use this show to get derby over <laughs> yeah i mean it's a lot of pressure man i we, we talked about it we we pitched tag matches on the green room show um the you know the six that they could have done like a six man with with the elite and had Punk t- team up with Darby and Sting or something like that. A singles match with Darby Allen is a lot of pressure. As Kyle said, it's going to be go, go, go. Darby's going to kill himself for this guy, though, <laughs> up there. Like he, he'll take absolutely everything. So 
I'm not super concerned because Darby's going to be probably bumping all over the place and they'll have an entertaining match, but I will definitely be watching it with a keen eye, you know, to see what to see what Punk looks like. A lot of pressure on him. mm -hmm. Hopefully we get at least one face to face cool moment with him and Sting. I think that's got to happen. Yeah. There's someone in the chat that's very concerned with stage sets and ring ropes. I don't really care about that, to be honest with no, you. Least yeah, no, least of our concerns. Yeah, that's least okay. of my concerns. Yeah, but hey, to each his own. To each his own. As, as long as they don't break. <laughs> we don't want broken ring ropes. Yes. Uh-huh. I'll, uh, Summer, was that SummerSlam 96? Yokozuna match? I can't remember. Yeah, oh, against what? Austin, yes. Yeah, yeah. How, how about if Lucha Bros win the tag titles, but the ropes are broken the entire time, so they have to hand them back? Tony Khan cuts that from the pay-per-view. A, a phantom title change. <laughs> so, hey, yeah, that's the card. We're really looking forward to it. We're looking forward to um, hopefully connecting with some of you in the Chicago area. Again, join the Facebook discussion group. We'll be talking about what's going on this weekend. Uh, Top Rope Nation Pro Wrestling Discussion is the group on Facebook. Anything about this show that we haven't talked about that you guys think we should? that I haven't brought up outside just the card itself. I mean, Daniel Bryan, I mean, we all think he's going to be there. or I mean, we all think he's signed. I mean, obviously, to my point that WWE expects him to be there, well, that tells you where where mm-hmm. he's bound. He, he ain't still employed by Titan Sports, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you, you know, I and there was, I believe, a report, wasn't it Bodyslam.net, Ryan? Yeah. Uh, that, Cassidy you know, Haynes, yeah. Yeah, he, he had said... Uh, reported that Brian was going to be there, that he he's saying it. Um, yeah. You know, around the same time I and, and when I saw that, I just sent up, sent up some ravens to ask things like that. But, I mean, it kind of makes sense. Well, yeah, Cassidy Haynes, bodyslam.net, um, he had said... <laughs> you guys are looking at the chat. <laughs> <laughs> we got someone drunk in our chat right now. Uh, Cassidy, Cassidy had said that um the deal with the, with the Brian debut so like this was originally planned for Arthur Ashe Stadium uh, end of September not too far away but we know covid is getting out of control again in the United States there's some concern about mm-hmm. you know limited attendance again and um you know this show is definitely happening uh Illinois has mask mandates Cook County where the show is happening has mask mandates so everyone that goes to all out will need to wear a mask um, so I think the feeling was that they needed to have it happen now just in case, because we don't know what's going to happen in four weeks. And you want to have Daniel Bryan return in front of mm-hmm. a big crowd and a hot crowd. And, you know, if anything happens and New York has to limit attendance, you know, you got to do it now. And so that was what he had said in yeah. the report as they had pushed it up. Yeah. I apologize. I was going to go into that. I was just getting blindsided with this <laughs> <laughs> demand for new st- stage sets. Dude, the guy in the chat, AEW has not been around for eight years i don't know what is going on right now all right June 2014 wwe wrong company not... buddy wrong company yeah no this is aew's all out you never know what you're going to get in a live show on youtube.com but we would love to have for all of you to join us next time subscribe to that youtube channel subscribe to us on twitch we stream it on facebook as well we stream it on twitter you know we're available pretty much everywhere and this is going to hit the podcast feeds within probably an hour of uh, this show and show going off the air tonight live. So we'll be ready to go. Justin and Kyle, I am really looking forward to this weekend. Kyle, it's been what? Three years since we've got to hang out in person. Three years. is a long time to be champion. 
<laughs> we'll be having a good time this weekend. And uh, I don't know what our plan is for a release. You know, we kind of talked about maybe doing a, a post show at our hotel, but it could get really late, especially getting out of the venue that night. So I don't, I don't know. Well, you know, we might yeah. have our stuff to possibly do it, but I'm not going to promise anything. You know, at worst, we'll do a we'll do a recap show when we all you know get back home and, and talk about the weekend as it was. But uh, yeah, we wanted to put the show out early so everyone could have a few days to digest this before the show airs on Sunday night. I say let's we- just get butt ass waste and do it in the hotel, man. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> let's, let's, let's bring this business back. it might happen subscribe to the youtube channel because you know what if we do stream that live on the youtube channel you guys if you're listening on the podcasting feeds when we go off the air i'm probably not gonna have time to mix a podcast right away so get on youtube subscribe to the channel you'll want to see that you'll definitely want to see the travel vlog i'm planning on doing Uh, that's going to be a good time and so we got some we got some fun stuff planned in the weeks ahead. I've been talking to some people off air uh, from the wrestling media and, and people I've known for a while about coming on the show in the weeks ahead. We're going to get some some cool guests on in the next month. So we'll be looking forward to that as well. So with that said, fellas, that's I think we covered it. Right. Anything else? Tony Khan, if you're listening, please have a unique stage set. <laughs> somebody in the chat that is just really really wants you to reverse a trend that has gone back to payback 2014 where wwe is no more cool stage sets from wwe so tony khan it's all on you this sunday buddy we need a new stage set for this guy at our chat oh man real big patrick i'll talk to him buddy Patrick, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. All right. It's been fun. Thanks for everyone who was joining us tonight. We will talk to everyone again real soon. I think this was episode 220. I did not check. Something like 220. Top Close Rope Nation. Enough. Close enough. We'll catch everyone next time. Have a good week. Enjoy this weekend. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.